Hello, everyone. Welcome to Under the Wing. I am your host, Andrew Wingard, and I am extremely grateful that you're sharing your time with us today. I am excited that I get the opportunity to share with you the experiences and stories from all walks of life. Gather round and let's begin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you all for joining uh, me today on the second episode of Under the Wing. I am your host, Andrew Wingard, and I am pretty excited uh, to be here today. We have Sarithia Henderson here on the show today, who's a YSU women's track and field student athlete. And uh, we are going to learn a little bit about her journey, her story, uh, what it's like to be on a team of excellence, a team that has tradition, and, and just kind of dive into a little bit of her story. So Ms. Henderson, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing well. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I am doing great. Uh, we actually were at the Scholar Athlete Banquet last night, and we actually honored one of your teammates. Uh, mm -hmm. Sean is the male student athlete of the year. Uh, so I, I know the track and field team has a huge reputation here, uh, not just in Youngstown, but around the country. So it's pretty cool that you guys represent Youngstown in the way that you do. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to jump right into this conversation. All right. So, Ms. Henderson, tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what's your story? How did you get to Youngstown? Okay. So, um, hello. My name is Sarethia Henderson. Um, I'm currently a senior at Youngstown State University, set to graduate this upcoming May um, of 2022 with my bachelor's in finance. But I also have a background in accounting and data analytics. Um, a little bit about me. I'm not from Youngstown area. I am from over closer to uh, my hometown is called Lima, Ohio, but it's in between Dayton and Toledo, a little bit closer to Dayton. Um, let's see, I graduated from Lima Senior High School. It's a predominantly uh, black high school. Um, love my city, love my hometown. Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's kind of a lot to know about me. Um, a couple of the things that I stand for, though, they all kind of tie, they all start with F, which would be faith, finance, financial literacy, um, uh, faith, financial literacy, fitness, and then fashion. So they all kind of tie in together. Um, I actually currently mentor adolescent students, teaching them the basics about financial literacy. So like, what is credit? Why is it important? How do you build it? Um, or even knowing, like when you finance a loan, uh, knowing that some of your monthly payment is going towards interest, some of your monthly payment is going towards the principal. Um, and when I talk about the fitness aspect, so I guess I go through all the Fs. Um, so that's the financial literacy. When I talk about the fitness aspect, um, not only I talk about the importance to watch what you consume. So not only in the sense of your nutritional diet and your nutritional habits, but watching what you consume for your mental and emotional health. Yeah. So knowing the importance to monitor what you watch, read, and listen to on a daily and like mm -hmm. how that, your attitude affects your behavior and things like that. Um, and then that will tie into faith. And then fashion, I've always had a passion um, with clothes and things like that. So, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that, that looks... <laughs> what did you say? I said, yeah, that's kind of what I... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that all ties the finance aspect as well so. oh yeah that that sounds like branding so we're gonna touch on that a little bit too because i 
you know, uh, being a former student athlete myself and, you know, as things change here, the dynamics of being a student athlete branding is important. So I want you to touch on that because I think that's going to be really important for uh, young adults and uh, as students are, you know, transitioning into to college and being student athletes. So we're definitely going to come back to that. But wait, you said your hometown is Lima, Ohio? Lima, Ohio. Yeah. Okay. So that, that, that's so when we chatted earlier, so I didn't catch that part. So my, I got family in uh, Lima, uh, Ohio. So we actually would have our family reunion every year in Lima, Ohio. So uh, the Sanders, the last name, <laughs> dead serious. Oh, it's so it's a small town. So that's I why know. I closer to Dayton because it's the bigger city um, besides Lima. But uh, uh, I know Lima because we would go to this hotel and there was a Dairy Queen next to the hotel. Okay. Um. Wait. A Dairy Queen. Yeah, There's it was. A, I'm literally. It was a hotel, and then there was a Dairy Queen on the on the corner of the street, and that's where we would have it every year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, my family will back me up when they see this and hear this. But small world, like you said, such a small world. Um, but again, thank you so much for, for joining me today. And uh, I'm pretty excited to touch base and, and, and connect and learn a little bit about you and learn what it means to be a student athlete in, in some areas here. So what we're going to do is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I was at the Scholar Athlete Banquet last night and, you know, honoring uh, student athletes and, you know, the accomplishments that you guys have had over the past two years. So congratulations on all your guys' success. And so we, we talked a lot about opportunity and chances. And, you know, what I want you to do is, you know, tell me about an opportunity that you were granted, opportunity or chance that you got. And, you know, you look back at it and like, man, that was everything that changed my life. Um, I would honestly have to say, uh, getting the opportunity to run in college, you know, having, being a collegiate athlete, a division one collegiate athlete, um, it did, it, it I, it's funny that you asked that question because it's just now, like my junior and senior year is when I'm really starting to realize that it's a blessing, like it, you, it is very much so. I would say that's something that has changed yeah. my life. Why, why do you think it's taking you so long to realize that? Why now? You're, you're getting ready to walk. Congratulations, by the way. But why, 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 why now do you think it's taking you so long to realize, man? Um, I don't, I, well, for one, last year, um, I had struggled with an injury. Um, I had had a hamstring injury. And for me at that particular time, uh, me going through it, like I knew I was in the middle of a transition of something. I, at the moment, I really couldn't tell what, but now looking back, um, and I tell this to the kids that I mentor that, uh, you know, for me personally, my identity has never been in athletics. Um, sometimes us as humans, we can put our identity into things such as, um, just being very transparent. Like it could be anything from like money, um, like, uh, drugs, alcohol, just like for anything like worldly. And like, we can just hold it to the certain standard, um, you put in your identity into it almost in a sense of. If you don't have it, you kind of feel less of less as a person. And I always tell the kids that I mentor that I never put my identity into athletics and that I look at track as a blessing um, to get me to college and through college. But I've always knew my life's purpose was way more than a finish line. Um, so just really kind of knowing that when I look back on like um, how far it's ha it has gotten me to this point, like up to the point that I am and then like pursuing my career and things like that, it's I just look at it as a blessing. Yeah. 
No, that's that's good. That's good. So you you talked about an injury, and you know, being an athlete, we all hit we all hit that that injury mark, and and kind of. I remember sitting in the hallway crying one time. I rolled my ankle, and I literally walked in the hallway and cried and bawling, right? And so you got to figure out a way to get over that. You know what 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 kind of helped you? That injury happens mentally, physically. You know how do you get over that injury? Uh, yeah. So for me, I guess that would tie into the faith, uh, <laughs> the faith aspect, having that perseverance um, to get through. Because uh, it is a process, and I also tell the kids that I mentor uh, that track for me is for me sports and like athletics in general is kind of the it's kind of the principles behind the sport. So the accountability, the discipline, the time management, you know, all of that those principles behind the sport, that's what you have to extract from the sport um, that actually helps show, shape your character, you know, shape as a genuine person. And so like for me, um, even going through that hamstring injury, like during that time I was developing patience, never had patience before, but it was just because like from a physical standpoint, from a worldly standpoint, you know, my physical body, my physical body was injured, you right. know, my, but my motivation, my dedication, my effort, it was still there. Like I yeah. still wanted to practice, like, but I couldn't even like jog to my car because my hamstring was <laughs> so bad. Right. Like from a like a worldly standpoint, like your physical body is injured, but my motivation was still there, like to still try to pursue, to still try to um, be dedicated to the sport, you know, do the necessary rehab, do the necessary like recovery methods and things like that. Um just to get back to where I was and then exceed past that point. So yeah. I don't know the faith that, yeah. Yeah. It, it, so I to answer your question though, uh, something that helps me. So um, like I do listen to podcasts. So yeah. like what you're doing. <laughs> podcasts, um, preachers, preachers, and then church, of course, prayer. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 big time. And that, and those are all needed and uh, and, and whatever you have, you know, mentally and physically trying to make sure that you're ready to compete. So one thing I did, so I picked up from that injury, you know, I, you were look, you were making the connections between the two. And so I, if I'm not mistaken, you were just in an internship. Uh, uh, not, you finished the internship with last summer. And so you, you're thinking about that injury, right? How would yeah. you, you know, thinking about your internship, what was, what was something that was relative to that injury that you, you, uh, I guess saw in your internship you're like oh the connection between the two is I needed this to get over my injury I need this to be a good intern at this job you know the connections between the two if you think back to your experience during that time what what if that question makes sense you don't understand what I'm saying so what what how do you connect that injury and overcoming that injury with your experience as an intern at your job last summer if there if there was one if you had to choose one yeah there really what for that question there really isn't a particular thing um I would say I would say the patience though because patience patience and then working in like a team atmosphere team environment so even if you take track to working in the work and then transfer that to working over in the workplace so working with colleagues working with your other employees working in that team environment mm -hmm. it, it requires patience it does yeah. require working with people in general 
you, it, patience is required for a lot of things. It would help out. So, um, that, that's, yeah. what I was, that's what I was getting at right there. That's what I was getting at. So give, give us, tell us a story about that patience in your internship, something uh, there was a project that maybe you had to do, or maybe there was something that your boss asked you to do where you have to practice that patience that you learned from your injury. You know, you got any, you got an experience that you can share. Okay. So, um, I, I was a finance intern at the company I worked, I worked for in the summer it was called Pfizer. Okay. Um, part of the fortune 500, the location was down in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I was a part of the accounting team. Uh, a moment during my internship that just helped me with patience. Uh, each month we have to do like uh, account reconciliations. I don't know. <laughs> what was that? So basically, you have like an Excel document and then you basically just need to input some numbers, but that's basically like a, a general overview of what you're doing. But yeah. you have to get the necessary documents from other people a part of your team they have to send you over documents so you can input those numbers and so while you're waiting for them to send over that document like you have to it's a patient <laughs> it really so you got to yeah. rely on your teammates to get you to that information so you can finish your job yes yeah okay okay i see the connection now i see the connection that's what i was that's what i was hoping i would get out of you when i was asking so thank you for sharing that and so you you talked a little bit about your mentor actually you talked a lot about your your mentoring programs and uh you know what why do you think why why do you feel that it's important to to mentor you know our young our young people and, and give back with your knowledge and in your time um why do i feel it's important yeah <laughs> Why do you think it's important? Because not everybody does it. Let's 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 be honest. Not about not everybody sharing their time, you know, with 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 people. So why do you think that it's important for you to do that? Um, I could I guess I can speak from like a personal standpoint. Um, growing up, like the uh, financial literacy just wasn't. I come from two parents, mom, mother, and father. Um, my parents are divorced. Uh but they're both still currently in my life. I love my parents, love my mother, love my father so much. <laughs> my mom's from Columbus and my dad's from Lima. Um, but a reason why I find it so important, it's just like growing up, The for me personally, the financial literacy just wasn't there. So I just like, if you don't, not saying you can't know, but if you don't know, and if you know, if you're not curious enough to really seek it out and like curious enough to really want to know, like, what is credit? Like, how do you not only create wealth for yourself, but create general, general, um, generational wealth that found the long run? Like, yeah. if you're not to actually seek out like ways to create passive income, to do investing, you know, and actually like help create that generational wealth for yourself, your family mm -hmm. and things like that, you know, you have to really be curious. Right. And so yes, that's what um, sparked in me. Um, the finance side. And so like growing up in high school, they don't, I'll speak for my, I'll speak personally, I'll speak personally. <laughs> Graduate high school, I just didn't really know too much about like credit, like how to build it and what it was, <laughs> like taxes, but yeah. like you, Pythagorean theorem, like you don't, you don't need that when you right. graduate. <laughs> right. you We're know, about to start taking student loan you're about to go to college like you need to you need to know what credit is you need to know like the interest rate when you get a car like it's just, important yes yeah. it, it, not really taught and so once I learned it specifically 
um, I just felt it was important to give back. You know, I didn't really know it growing up and I felt like that should stop with me. And so like it, once I found out and once I learned it, I felt like it, it is important to give back and yeah. like that. So yeah. no, that's awesome. That is awesome. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. I didn't, I didn't know much about nothing financial uh, uh, growing up. And so I was, I was pretty much again, first generation college kid. And so I was out here floating, trying to figure <laughs> out what to do. Um, so I'm with it. So I know it's important and, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful that you're taking time to, to kind of talk with them. And so what are, you know, what age, what, what ages are they that you're connecting with? So happy you asked. They're like seven. They're like, they're middle school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's but, not high. Um, they're not high schoolers yet. And okay. so, Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like seven. They're in middle school. They're like 13, 14. I know like their ages. So they're like 12, 13, 14 and things like within that age range right yeah. there. So what, what are some of the, the things that you talk about regarding whether it's financial literacy or, you know, just life? You know, what are some things that you, you share with them? And, you know, what are some of the things that they connect to the most when you're talking with them? Um. So, yeah, obviously they're the younger age group, so they obviously can't they don't have like a job yet. They don't right. even have, a lot of them are like about to get their license, like, well, not even, yeah, permit. Which permit, is yeah. <laughs> and like, so they're young. So like for them, I do like finance, financials, finance 101. So like yeah. opening, checking savings accounts. Like the other time, the last time I was with them, we did a Kahoot. And so like, it's just asking like those basic questions, um, like, the, the needed documents for when you do open up a checking account, what you'll need, you know, like that. Do you know the difference between a checking and a savings account? The difference between a credit card and a debit card? Right. The, like, okay, is your debit card, is that tied, like, to your checking account? Knowing that, you know, yeah. it's just things and, like when you speak, because a lot of times people think credit can have, have a negative connotation and they think that you could just spend cash for everything. And that's not the case. Want <laughs> <laughs> to go buy a house? I mean, unless you have a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars saved up, then okay. Yeah, and, and right. I, exactly. You know, exactly. But more nine times out of ten, you're gonna have to finance something throughout your lifetime. You know, go the route of financing, uh-huh. and that also helps build your credit. And then I talk about like why credit's important. You know, just how do you establish your credit? Um, why establishing your credit is important. Um, negative things that can impact your credit, uh, passive income. I talk about like stocks, cryptocurrency, um, ETFs, the whole nine. Passive income, real estate. I'm about to get my real estate license this summer as well. Nice. So, so finance and real estate kind of go hand in hand. Right. But yeah, they're still young. So, oh, and then I asked them something that they enjoy talking about. themselves (laughs) they just learning they learn seventh and eighth grade they just learning they sell they trying to figure out who they are oh they like to talk though (laughs) i know um but yeah so asking them kind of what their career paths um what are they interested in um what are their interests um and i oddly enough i tell them that i'm in college i'm currently a collegiate athlete but i tell them that college isn't for everyone Mm. so you know, you really have to find your route, find your niche, um, whether that's trade school, cosmetology school, going the military route, opening up, opening up your own business, you know, doing hair, doing lashes. You really have to find your niche because college right. isn't everyone. For sure. For sure. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. 
No, I, I think the only financial advice I got growing up, my granddaddy said, never spend your last dollar. And so <laughs> that, that was that was the extent of my financial literacy and my financial knowledge. And so I honestly was the best advice that I ever got because I don't spend my last dollar. But I had nothing else other than that. You know, so so again, that, that's pretty awesome that you're sharing uh, some of that information with with our students, with our young adults. And I shouldn't say I shouldn't say young adults, but young people. So let, let's talk a little bit about your, your transition to YSU, right? You're, you're coming over from the Dayton area. And, you know, I was telling someone else, the other, I was talking with someone else the other day, and it's, it's one thing to transition to college and just be a part of a team, right? Mm -hmm. It's a totally another thing to transition to a program like YSU Track and Field, where there's expectation that, yeah, yeah we, we, we walk around with rings and this is what you need to do. Right. What what was that transition like coming from high school to a program like that? Um, I can honestly say it was it was developed, though, yeah. um, through my track career, because even in high school and then I used to run AAU. So that's like club track during the summer. OK. Um, it was still that was always the mentality, you know, right. always put your best foot forward. Uh, you're in this sport. You know, when you have an opportunity to do something, and especially after that hamstring injury, like when I have the opportunity, I'm grateful <laughs> for every opportunity I have to run. <laughs> yeah. Because have that opportunity, sometimes you can take it for granted. And mm -hmm. then like when you're away, then it's like, wow, it really opens your eyes to like realize like, wow, like I really, I think I was taking this for granted just to <laughs> yeah. Now, Now, how did you, how did you develop your mentality? Your, your, your hunger to be excellent. You know, how did, how did you develop that? Um, I can honestly say my mother. Okay. Superhero <laughs> she, mom, superhero mom. She has instilled a lot in me. Okay. Good. Good. All right. So, you know, we're, we're looking at your time here at YSU and, and you can even look back at your high school your, your high school uh, days of running track and field, you know, what are, what are three lessons that, that you're going to take with you? You're getting, you're getting ready to be an adult. You're getting ready to get your real estate license and financial literacy license and all kinds of things, right? What are three lessons that you you can take from either your time at YSU track and field or your high school track and field that, you know, you'll implement as an adult? Um, I really think it's those principles pulling it, the extracting it from, the sport, the accountability. Well, you said three lessons. Just three, yeah, three lessons. It can be three. It can be three, like you said, accountability. The three things that you're going to take with you from from being a student athlete and transition into adult life. Discipline, um, self control, uh, and patience plays a factor, bro. <laughs> it does. It, it does. Like when you're overly anxious um i came across this quote and it said um the quote said uh, like fast often like not always in the sense of food and like watching what you eat but fast often so your flesh knows it's not in control so yeah. you know in a sense like in like plainer text like discipline yourself often just so your flesh knows it's not in control oh yeah just in the sense of like Oh, how do I explain it? Do you understand that? Right, wait, wait, wait. Repeat that because that was good. Repeat that. You need. I might. I might. Let me write that down real fast. The quote is fast often, so your flesh knows 
that it's not in control, but in simpler, yeah. like discipline yourself often. So you're supposed to, it's not like, it's not in control of you. Like you're not in control of me. You know, I control my body. I control right. what I, I control good. my, I control my emotions and th- and that's why discipline is important. Um, uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm taking that and I'm stealing that. And, uh, <laughs> but, it's, but it's not always in the sense of like food, like, cause a lot of people fast or like they diet from certain foods, which is a thing and it's good for you. But like, you can do that with like social media, secular, secular media, like music, things like that. Um, just because when your body gets overly anxious for some things and you feel like you can't wait, that patience, that discipline factor is not there. That's when, that's when you should do it the most, just so you can like remind yourself, like I'm, I control my body, you yeah. know, like I, I control my emotions. Yeah. Oh, that, that's powerful. That That is powerful. And so we, we talked a little bit about those three things that you would take from, from the lessons that you've learned as a student athlete. But, you know, looking at, you know, the, the, there are two words that come to mind. I'm thinking about this sustained excellence, right? So why is you track and feel has sustained excellence? They don't, they're just not excellent. They have sustained it over years, right? And so, you know, looking at the characteristics of someone that's sustained excellence, whether it's your mom or it's a coach, you know, who's someone you model or someone you look up to as a mint, you know, as a mentee in a sense that, oh man, yeah, I, I can see that person is sustaining excellence. And what characteristics do you see that they have? Um, there's a lot, there's a couple. I have, okay. I have, I have particular like mentors and people I go to for certain things hey but hey hey look look hey we, I'm, I'm 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 living in the time give them their roses while they're here if you don't mind you know what i mean <laughs> give them their roses i i'm big on that yeah give people their roses while they're still here i love that i love that quote yeah uh, one of them is emmanuel curtis uh, he's my high school he's my high school track coach he's my high, high school track coach okay um and you asked for like a certain yeah quality. yeah what yeah what qualities or characteristics you know make make them special um what qualities or characteristics make him special uh he he's a leader he is um certain qualities i don't even know how to describe (laughs) you would have to read him to know what i'm talking about um he's one of a kind one of a kind um But there's just uh, a leadership quality there. There's the the perseverance to push through. Like you're um, you're always going to face adversity. You're always going to face opposition. But knowing that when you go through it, you know, just keep that perseverance. You got to stay strong to get through some stuff. You yeah. Know? Um, with him, mm, and I say he's really caring. And high school, I didn't know it. He's a tough. <laughs> co- he's a tough. Co- yeah. Love heads. But it wasn't until I got away to college. You know, he wasn't my coach anymore. And uh yeah, I still wanted to keep in contact with him. At first I didn't really know why, but now I see why. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's yeah. quality equality person, quality person. Nice, nice. All right. So we're we're getting towards the end of this this podcast here. Um and and hopefully, you know, again, we'll we'll have you on at some point in time. We'll catch up once you uh dabble in that adult life a little bit and 
catch up with you a little bit. I'm sure the people will want to know what's been going on with Miss Henderson. So uh, we'll, we'll have you on for sure again. So the, the last question, you know, and I want to go back to, you know, the beginning when you talked about your, the three F's, you know, and we're talking about being student athletes and how important it is to brand yourself, right? You're, you're more than a student athlete, right? It's that's one piece of who you are. And you have a lot of pieces that make up Sarethia Henderson, right? So, you know, what, what are some things that students can do right now, either, either student athletes right now that are maybe freshmen or sophomores, or maybe someone that's junior, senior high school, what, what are some things that they can do to start working on their branding? Because I've been, I've been seeing you working your branding on LinkedIn. So I'm, I'm curious of, you know, what, what do you have to share with them of, of ways that they can start working on, on their personal brand and, uh, you know, developing that? Okay. Um, a way to work on your personal brand. Um, a lot of, in modern society now, they think, uh, some, some, some people think, you know, they'll just post on social media, like, it doesn't matter what I post, like, no one's looking at this, whatever. Yeah. Um, I would say it does matter um, yeah. for what you do post. Uh, not only like in the sense, like if you're trying to look to get recruited for like athletics, which is a major factor, but also like when you're even trying to get hired for jobs, like even in high school, I my first job was at Arby's. <laughs> um, and when you're trying to get like just a, like a get you by job like that or trying when you're looking for a career you know your employers your colleagues they look at your social media right that's like resume and introducing yourself to someone before you meet them face to face right so you know, because nine times out of ten it's oh like this is the this is the lady this is Sarithia this is who I was talking about and you're showing them a picture of you or like you're showing them your profile of some right. sort you know so the cussing the it's I really wouldn't recommend it <laughs> I, I really wouldn't the like um you know drinking and all that stuff yeah I, I recommend it there's a time and a place you know and right. I just don't think it's really for that so yeah that's uh, my first I agree I think you know as, as as bad as a rap social media gets it can definitely be a tool if you use it the right way so that's why I wanted to hear what your perspective was because I, I admire how you use yours as a tool in, in terms of promoting who you are, because it does make a difference. And I'm only saying that because I've been here in the game for a few years. Right. So it, it does give people access to who you are. And, and if you use it that way as a tool, it's a positive. You know, what I mean, yeah. you don't have to block all of your accounts, because if you're if you're doing it from a genuine standpoint, like you said, it, it's it can serve you well, jobs, recruiting and you know, again, all of that stuff has a time and place. Right? Yeah. And I'm saying like, don't have fun with your friends. Don't post when you're out with your friends. I'm not saying that. And right. obviously, take, you know, take, you can take what I say with a grain of salt, of course. Right. And everyone's going to have their personal preference. But, um, you know, sometimes it's just not meant for everyone to see. And so like when I kind of, <laughs> because in high school and like middle school when you're growing up it's just like you want to post everything when I'm out to eat when I'm going to the store like when you get some new shoes and you want to do like you just post everything right but like that mentality where it's just like I don't really I don't either need to be posting this or just it's yeah yeah it's just not the time or place so no I get it I get it well Miss Henderson 
thank you thank you thank you so much for taking time i know you got you guys got to meet next week you're getting ready for finals you're getting ready to walk and uh i, I just appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with me today and sharing a little bit about your experience so i i, I much appreciate it yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed it um i would most definitely do this again i enjoyed myself all right awesome well i look forward to catching up with you and watching you grow in your profession and uh i'll catch up with you soon thank you so much for listening to under the wing i hope you enjoyed the conversation if you enjoyed today's show and you would like to support the podcast tell a friend or two post about it on social media or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest from me you can follow me on facebook at under the wing with andrew Again, thank you for being here, and I'll see you next time.